Today's episode is brought to you by Heart. Use code HSDT15 for 15% off your purchase throughout the month of December. I want to take a minute to talk about one of my favorite jewelry brands, Heart. Based in Charleston, South Carolina, Heart started her jewelry line in 2016 with the mission to make soul-boosting, joyful, and premium quality jewelry at attainable prices. We finally got to hang out in real life at the Southern Coterie Round Top, and I can say that she truly stands behind her original designs and quality promise. Hart is best known for her custom charm jewelry, which is a little luxury that will stand the test of time. Hart made me a custom charm necklace months ago. I wear it all of the time, and it looks as good as new. Hart's goal is to design jewelry that isn't just luxurious, beautiful, and cool. More importantly, the charms are tools for self-transformation and manifestation. Her unique charms serve as wearable reminders to help you tap into intentions, let go of negativity, and honor your authentic self. You can further personalize your custom piece with letters, numbers, zodiacs, and lucky symbols. Every order is bespoke and handmade in their downtown Charleston studio. Obsessed with quality, Heart partners with the world's best manufacturers to create their proprietary enduring formula for luxurious gold plating that is hypoallergenic and will stand the test of time. They use 4 to 10 more gold than competitors, meaning your necklace or bracelet will resist tarnishing for years and years with proper care. These are real deal modern heirlooms. With a variety of chains and charms, there is a custom heart necklace or bracelet for everyone, from dainty layering pieces to bold statement necklaces. They make great gifts. If you're in Charleston, visit their shop and design studio at 650 King Street. If shopping online, head to the nifty drag and drop jewelry builder page on their website. You can even book a free virtual styling session on Zoom with their talented assemblers who will assemble your necklace on the spot. We're excited to offer a special discount for listeners. Use code HSDT15 for 15% off your first order. Head to hearthaggerty.com to shop. Hi everyone, I am Emily Landers and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome everyone, welcome to today's episode of the podcast with my friend Caroline Bramlett. This conversation is a long time coming, you guys, and I know you're going to enjoy. You may notice that this episode is a bit longer than our usual episodes. I told Caroline, let's go for it. Let's not put a time limit on this. Let's just go for it. So this is a very in-depth, detailed conversation. If you've been following Caroline for some time, I think you're really going to enjoy hearing the behind the scenes of so many monumental moments in her life that you may have been a part of as you followed along. So I know a lot of you are here to uh, hear the inside scoop from Caroline. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. And I'm so grateful to Caroline, who's been a longtime listener of the podcast, that she would be able to join me um, and share so much of her experience, her wisdom, but also her time. So this is an episode that you're really going to enjoy. 
And we would love to see what you're up to while you're listening. So whether you're at a coffee shop, perhaps you're on a road trip, maybe you're walking your dog, whatever it is, snap a photo, tag at How'd She Do That Podcast, as well as LCB Style. We would love to see what you're up to. I'm so excited to dive into today's conversation, but wanted to share a few podcast updates, which include, of course, the real BTS of HSDT is now on Patreon. You can head over to patreon.com slash how'd she do that for five additional episodes a month, which include both audio and video. If you sign up today, you will have access to over 30 additional episodes, which include Q&As, my Malibu guide, our vlog from the south of France. You'll also see my vlog from the Round Top Retreat with the Southern Sea. And of course, upcoming in February, we'll have the behind the scenes of that week as well. So there's so much more to come. And again, I can't thank you guys enough for your continued support. Patreon is a huge way that the podcast continues to move forward, as well as sponsorship. We've enjoyed working with brands like Kilty. Heart Studio, of course, is today's sponsor. Biscuit Home is another previous sponsor, and many more. If this is of interest to you, please do head over to howtodothatpodcast.com for more information. You can head to our contact page. Again, those spots are filling up quickly. Well, you guys, I think that's the best update. Let's get into it. Here is Caroline Bramlett on How'd She Do That? Today's guest, Caroline Bramlett, began LCB Style as a creative outlet during her freshman year of college as a fashion design major. And when her college path took a non-traditional turn, her blog grew into so much more. Since 2015, Caroline has been creating fashion, travel, and beauty stories to share with her readers and friends on lcbstyle.com. Upon moving to Palm Beach, Florida in 2019, Caroline began offering photography services to clients. Working with photography clients is now her main focus of work, and she feels so lucky to work with brands, creatives, designers, couples, and families from across the country to create striking images that share the story story of each brand and individual in a beautiful way. When Caroline isn't traveling for work, promoting her own impressive collaborations like her recent collection with Buru or inviting me to life-changing conferences, she is likely sewing, drawing, or spending time with her family and her fiance. Caroline, welcome to How'd She Do That? Emily, thank you. I feel so honored to be here as I have been a longtime listener. Every plane ride, every car ride, everywhere I've been, I feel like over the past two plus years, however long it's been, um, I feel like you've been with me. So this has been a long time coming. So I'm so honored and so excited to be here and chat today. Oh, a long time coming. And yes, a listener turned real life friend. Um, I don't think that we even needed to hit record. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, we could chat all day. We talk forever. And I I won't uh, dwell on this too long, but I do want listeners to know how we connected. I mean, originally you did find the podcast and I actually, I personally remember the first time you ever posted, I was like, what? This oh gosh, angel it. no, just posted? It's been, it's been a while. It was a 
I was early. I mean, you are you're on the ground for new trends and things because you are were an early listener of HSDT. But then, more recently, back in February, you invited me to a conference. I mentioned that in the intro. It was life changing for me. It was like an aha moment. Um, and you've just been so generous with your with your friendships, with your connections, and then to to be real life friends with you. Um, I count it as one of the greatest greatest blessings that that's come out of the podcast. So all that. Well, I don't deserve the credit. It is. It's truly the greatest joy for you to join the Southern Sea in February and to be there and for you to experience that was honestly more life-giving for me probably than you to see this (laughs) conference in this community that I have felt like so empowered by over the past seven years. And to see that, like to watch you like come alive there was amazing, (laughs) truly. I mean, it was truly so special for me too. So I love that. Well, I am excited. I'm excited. And I know many listeners are here. They're ready to hear your story. It's like, be quiet, Emily. We got to get to know Caroline. And I feel the same way because there's pieces of your story, even within your introduction that I'm like, okay, wait, I've got to hear her talk about this. I want to know about that. So you're a listener. You know, we love to dive in. I'd yeah. love to hear from you. Ultimately, where did you go to school? Um, what did you major in? Maybe tell us a little bit about that season of life. Yeah. So growing up, I grew up in Mountain Brook, Alabama, Birmingham area. And my whole entire childhood, I always dreamed of being a fashion designer. Like it was early on in my, both of my grandmothers um, had passions for fashion as well. And so my family always kind of joked, they're like, that that came from them. And so I'm super close to my family, one of five kids and they're truly my best friends and greatest blessings. Mm -hmm. And so I always knew that I would love to stay for college. I knew that I would love to stay close to home, but also pursue this fashion dream that was always in the back of my head. And so my senior year of college, I, you know, toured a little bit, but it was pretty set in stone that I would be headed to the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Mm -hmm. And they had a fashion design program. And so that is where I started. I started um, majoring started college my freshman year majoring in fashion design. We can get into a little bit more, but that was that was how it first started. And then things took a little bit of a non-traditional turn, as I okay. say, after that. Yes. And at that point, are you looking in the mirror in, in college thinking freshman year, are you thinking, I'm going to be a clothing designer? I'm going to have my own line? I mean, that was really what you thought was going to be your trajectory. Totally. totally. So my goal was, or I mean, my four-year plan, and really it's been the way that God has shaped my life and taught me a lot of big lessons. But um, growing up, I was so much of a planner. Like I had things just planned out years in advance. It was like, I'm going to college, I'm going to Alabama, I'm going to graduate with my fashion design degree. I mean, I had this like written in a note on my phone of like, this is how life is going to go. You know, <laughs> yes. And God has so much, so many greater plans, but I really <laughs> thought I was going to go to Alabama you know, spend four years there, graduate with a degree in fashion design, start my own line, crush it as a fashion designer. You know, that was, that was my route. And that was my plan. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. God has greater plans. Um, And so after I, I guess my freshman year, I was at Alabama and really just from the start, it wasn't a great fit for me personally. And Mm. I really, I'm not like a class for, I was never, you know, didn't love school growing up. I loved Mm -hmm. I was good at school. I always, you know, made straight A's and did all of that, but I loved to travel and I loved being out of school. And I always felt like (laughs) I was learning more in 
you know, doing more outside of school really than I was in school. So Mm -hmm. that was a challenge for me. So once I got to Alabama, um, my freshman year, it was just, things just felt a little uncomfortable. And then my classes, I think I had hoped, you know, that I was getting, going to get this New York, like Parsons degree, you know, at the University of Alabama. Meanwhile, I'm still in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It just wasn't quite what I had dreamed of. Right. So I quickly was like, okay, I don't think after four years, this is going to get me exactly where I thought I would be. And so I started looking into other options. So I started, um, really went deep into the transfer process and that was Mm. kind of my route. So I, my older sister had gone to Vanderbilt and my older brother was at Vanderbilt at the time. So that was Mm -hmm. kind of like my clear path of, you know, maybe what would be next. And so I started going through the transfer process, had applied. It was a really big deal to me. That's the spring of my freshman year that I had been accepted to Vanderbilt. And so that was, I thought that would be kind of be the answer to like this college, you know, trying to figure out what's going to get me to where I want to be, you know, when I graduate. And I was like, Hey, maybe it isn't Alabama. Maybe I need to, you know, be in Nashville, go to Vanderbilt, have these other experiences that will help me, you know, grow as a person. So anyway, so at the end of my freshman year, that's what I was telling all of my friends and that's what I was doing. Um, but I guess we need to backtrack a little bit because oh. in the beginning of my freshman year was when I had started my blog and I'd gotten to this kind of like, I'm not sure this is it. And I had all this extra time on my hands um, because I'd taken AP classes in high school that had placed me out of like all of my freshman first semester classes at Alabama. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> so I um, had all this extra time and I had been following blogs. I'd been reading blogs since I was like 12 years old, like um. truly the beginning of the internet, it felt like. And I really admired, you know, from age 12 to 18, I'd followed these girls for six years, you know, seeing them grow these businesses online or, you know, pursue their different passions in different places. And I think that really inspired me and like Mm -hmm. set in at an early age. And so when I got to college, I was like, okay, if this doesn't work, then I can start a blog and I'd love to grow it into a business, but really it was a creative outlet more than anything. So my freshman year, I was creating fashion designs in my fashion design classes. And I started this blog to share what I was making in my classes, like my first skirt. And then I was doing a lot of like sewing and design outside just on my own. So I used my blog as a platform to just share that like creative, um, like freedom or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever I was doing. And so, so I had started that officially launched it November. This was November, 2014 was my freshman year. And so by that spring, I had gotten up the courage to start sharing outfit photos and like putting myself in front of the camera, which looking back at those pictures, they are hilarious. (laughs) I cannot believe that I took that photo and thought, wow, I should put this on the internet. (laughs) It's crazy. But as people say, they're like, that's how you know that you've grown when you look back. Of course, totally. You're embarrassed by your... <laughs> your the embarrassment is key. No, no, no. Exactly. Um, so I had been doing that, finally got up the courage to post, you know, photos myself. I'd get my mom or my sister to, you know, come with me and take some photos. So I'd loved, while college itself, you know, that freshman year was like 
kind of challenging. And I was like, I'm not sure this is where I want to be. Um, meanwhile, the opposite of that was having my blog was like this really amazing passion project that I was mm. loving. And I felt like the sky was the limit. There wow. were like no rules for it. And I just had total creative freedom. And so after, so that spring, now I'm like meshing the two stories together. So college, yep. I had been, had applied and been accepted to Vanderbilt yep. and I had this blog, you know, that I was working on in my spare time too. And so this is June of 2015. And I felt like I was just in this crunch time of like, okay, I've got to make a decision mm-hmm. if I'm going to Vanderbilt, giving up this, you know, kind of fashion dream for a bit to go. Mm-hmm have a totally different college experience that had nothing really to do with fashion mm-hmm. and keep this going on the side um, or kind of what was this decision. And in the midst of all of that, the week that I was supposed to turn in my like final deposit to transfer to Vanderbilt, I got an email from the marketing director of Michelle watches. And oh this word. time my, um, Instagram, I probably had less than a thousand followers, truly thought that she had, you know, emailed the wrong person. I'm like, there is literally no way this is to me. Like, <laughs> no chance. Like, have you, do you, do you know, like my Instagram? It's like, there's nothing, you know. And she was super complimentary and was like, we can just tell, you know, the person that you are. We think you're such a perfect fit for representing our brand and being like an ambassador for us. Um, we would love to set up a call with you. Oh my and word. it was just one of those moments where I was like, just totally stunned. And so that week and also God's timing and all of this is just so incredible and so specific, but I, so we set up a call and she was, I mean, I still tell her to this day, I'm like, you were an angel to me in that mm-hmm. instance. She just opened my eyes to all the possibilities of blogging and what this career, you know, journey could look like. And at that point, I had no, like, I had no idea if I could ever make money off of this. People at this time, influencer wasn't a word. Right. Blog. I don't think a single one of my friends knew what a blog was. Like this was a <laughs> totally, you know, very much at the beginning of blogs becoming businesses. And she just opened my eyes and was like, no, brands are really starting to invest here we want to help you. We want to help you, you know, achieve whatever it is that you have your eyes set on. She was asking me, she's like, what are your dreams? How can we help? We would love to partner with you. Just like, I mean, blew me away. And it was after that conversation that I was like, wow, like I want to continue doing this blogging thing. I think there's some momentum here and God truly just answered a prayer and like instilling more confidence and like, no, keep, pursuing this. Um, and so in that time frame, so after that call, I was like, okay, how can I keep doing this? And I had started to look into Alabama, University of Alabama, where I was currently enrolled mm-hmm. um, my freshman year. They had an online distance program where oh, wow. you could, you know, finish your degree through Alabama and all your classes would be online. And I was like, mm-hmm. that time, that was a dream to me because I was like, I can use all this spare time to really do what I want to do with fashion, whether it's illustrating, designing, sewing, yep. all these things, and almost like create my own fashion curriculum. Yes. <laughs> and so after that phone call, that was what gave me the confidence to be like, okay, I'm not going to Vanderbilt. And backstory there, transferring to Vanderbilt became tricky because 
I was going to have to start college over again. I, oh. None of my freshman credits from Alabama would transfer. So I'd have to go for five years, college for five years. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't think that's, you know, yeah. You know, so that, um, that essentially that phone call is what was the tipping point for making that college decision after my freshman year and deciding to um, go through Alabama's distance program and really pursue blogging. I mean, it's amazing to think about you in this time frame because I think that when there's something that you love so much, and it's it's an amazing gift to have this experience because I think a lot of people look for it. A lot of people look for the kind of passion that you had with the blog, and perhaps they're still looking for it. You know, I, I think I was looking for it for years until I thought I have to do a podcast. But for you to be so young and to make really a life-altering decision, I mean, many people would hear that and think, oh, but Caroline, you know, did you go to any date nights? Did you go oh, to yeah. the parties? You know, different things like that. So what was it that helped you make such a large decision at such a young age? Yeah, no, it was really tough. And honestly, to this day, probably, I mean, I'm only 27, but one of the hardest things that I had personally been through because it was, it touched every point of my life of like, who will Mm -hmm. my friends be? Right. Who, how am I going to meet a husband? How am I, you know, where am I going to live? It was, and I think there's so much pressure at 18 put on, girls and guys to be like, what does the rest of your life look like? You know, these Mm -hmm. decisions that you make today are going to affect, you know, years from now. And so I think it was really hard. And I mean, my friends, the ones, you know, that were so supportive during that time still are like angels to me because it was something that meant the world to me to have somebody be like, look, I know whatever you set your mind to, you're going to be great at. So don't feel the pressure. You know, I even had a friend that would call me and she was in Alabama and be like, look, you think we're here. And I'm from Instagram. It looks like we're here just hanging out 24 seven. She was like, Mm -hmm. I don't see some of our friends from high school. You know, I see you more than I see some of our friends from high school that go to Alabama just because once you're in college, you know, from Instagram, it looks like it's all fun all the time. She's like, no, it's not. I know it's probably what's harder to you, you know, being in Birmingham and watching this. But um, so yes, that meant a ton. But also my family, I feel like I just have the strongest support system ever. And they are all, you know, such the biggest blessings in the way that they, you know, would do anything for me and wanted to do anything to help me. And my Mm. parents, especially um, my mom and my dad, I owe so much to them because they were the ones that were like, you know, whatever you set your mind to, if you work at it with all your heart, like we totally believe that you will do awesome things. And Mm. they never put pressure on me to follow any specific career path or, you know, you have to do this or have these like expectations. It was more like, no, do what you love, Mm -hmm. but work at it with all you've got. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you'll do good things. So that was hard. But, and then also obviously my faith played a huge role in that of, it was when I'm making that decision, I'll never forget the peace that God gave me. Like right after I, you know, said no to Vanderbilt. And I was like, this is the most free I've felt in a after my entire freshman year and all the ups and downs of it, the Mm -hmm. freedom to just follow the gifts that God had given me or this passion that he had stirred in my heart. It was like, okay, we're a team now. Mm -hmm. Let's go do it. What? Caroline, I can't. And it's so fun to hear like 
because, well, I, I'm just thinking, I don't know why I'm a little fixated on this, but I'm thinking of 18 year olds. They can be yes. savage. Like I, I, well, I know I why. Imagine today. I mean, this was before Instagram stories were even a thing. Right. You know? Like, like I, it, this is, it was hard then. I can't imagine, you know, what some people are going through now with that feeling all the pressures. Right. And I think it, it just, it, it does go to show me and to those who are listening, why you're so connected to those friends who did make you feel included and continued to keep you in the loop, you know, because, um, it's just such a challenging time. So to hear that you, you did, you decided, okay, this is going to be the best trajectory for me. I'm so impressed that you decided that at such a young age too, <laughs> of course, the, the push from, you know, when Michelle watches calls, you know, something like that, that's going to be a little bit more clarity. And I think that was such a gift from God that he would kind of place that in such a great timing. So tell us this though, you're off to the races, but this is 2015, right? So you don't have a roadmap for what this could potentially look like. What the heck are you doing in 2015 to figure this out? I know. Well, looking back, I still look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I do that? Because today, even my today, I'm like, I don't, know if I would be able to, you know, set that up, but I truly, I don't know what it was that I just had this like fire in me, this passion, um, to really pursue all the things. So a few different things. I basically, I remember sitting down on my bedroom floor and writing in a notebook of like, these are the days I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to do this. So my goals were really to pursue. And at this time I had a lot of different, you know, within fashion, I was like, I love illustration. I love sewing. I love design. I also love the digital side. I love blogging. I love kind of the marketing angle. I love photography. Wow. So I loved all elements of it. So I was like, how do I make the most of this? Mm-hmm. So I truly sat down. It was, and I, you know, I'd spend a day working on fashion illustrations, like New York Fashion Week. I would always, you know, follow the shows online. And still to this day, it blows my mind that, you know, a few years later that I got to attend New York Fashion Week. So yes. my you know, 19 year old self is sitting there just drawing these sketches. And I ended up like one of my first entrepreneurial, you know, little things was I sold, I think it was 2015. I did like a fashion calendar, essentially. I sold, you know, like a desk calendar of my illustration. So I focused on that. And then that spring, um, one of the big things that I was bummed about when I switched. So long story short, when I switched, I don't think I clarified this. When I changed the distance program. I oh, yes. changed my major to business. I majored in business and minored in computer science. So those were the wow. classes that I was taking. Okay. Um, for business and, you know, kind of computer oriented. And so I had made this calendar and was starting to sell. So I sold those. Then moving on to the spring, I, one of the things I was bummed about was having to miss out on like your senior year in the fashion design program. You like designed a collection and, you know, yes. were part of the senior fashion show. And I was like, you know, at first I'm thinking, gosh, I'm so bummed. I'm not gonna be able to do that. And then this light bulb goes off. I'm like, what's stopping you from, you know, designing a fashion collection now? And I was like, all right, let's do it. Oh, my So God. my spring semester from January until spring break, I spent all day and all night um, designing, sewing and creating this eight piece fashion collection of top skirts, dresses, et cetera. Um, And I shared the whole experience, the whole collection on my blog. And it was truly just like a creative exercise. Like when I launched, it's funny now after 
doing boo yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, I called this a launch in which like I sold nothing. Like I didn't, it wasn't to be sold. People were asking me, they're like, how do we buy it? And I'm like, oh no, this was just like for art, like creative. Oh my I wanted gosh. To have. And, um, so my mom, we went to 30A that spring break and I made her, you know, follow me around with the camera, taking pictures of these designs that I had created. And yes, so I, that time was crazy. And again, God gave me some sort of like supernatural, um, like energy to do all of that because I would stay early. I would like do my classes in the morning, spend the afternoons, you know, sewing, whatever. And then I would stay up to like 2am at this time I was blogging, I think every single day. So I would try to have new posts up every day. So it was just a lot. It was was a lot. I don't know how I did it, but I I was 19. So I had a lot of energy. Yes. Well, I just love so many entities of your story and I don't need to like piggyback on everything that you're sharing, but, but to fast forward today and to think of you doing that, that you, you did this eight piece collection. No one told you to do this, Caroline. This was like... (laughs) Like someone would have to tell me to do that. Yeah. No. Oh All my gosh. Oh my I like gosh. ordered fabrics from Mood in New York and I had a whole mood. I mean, I took it seriously. Like it was, it was, it took over my whole bedroom. It was, yeah, it was oh, fun. But what is it? Because there, there's a theme already. We'll continue on with, with getting into the many amazing experiences you've had through LCB style, but what, uh, there's a real sense of self-discipline that you have. There's a real sense of goal setting, you know, having that checklist. What, where does that come from? Is that a personality trait? Is that your line in, in your family and the sibling order? What do you think that is? Probably a combination. I think there's definitely, I don't know, this passion that I just had that I didn't even know how to explain to somebody else, like the way that lit me up. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night with a design idea and I'd sleep with my sketchbook next to my bed, I'd wake up and draw it. Like it was just this, it was just part of me. It's hard to even explain, or it's not something that was ever like really taught to me or, Mm. you know, if it was from my family, it was definitely like a subconscious sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And my family is definitely, you know, they're all talented and gifted in their own ways and, Mm -hmm. you know, have their own passion. So maybe being surrounded by that of all of them, you know, pursuing their own passions too. Mm. Um, you know, supported that. But I think also something I forgot to mention in talking about my college path, and maybe it was this, Mm. you know, sense of somebody telling you, you can't do it. So then you're like, Oh, I'm going to show them how I'm going to do it. You know, that thing was one of my teachers at Alabama and not trying to throw any shade, huge Alabama fan, love the University of Alabama. But one of my teachers, my freshman year was telling me, that blogs were a waste of time. She's like, blogs are just for people that have too much time on their hands. I don't know what these are about, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And I remember thinking that and in that time, I just started my blog. I thought this was going to be the thing that opened you know, so many doors and it was just like the creative passion. And so I think some of those things that probably people said or like, you know, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've, I've got it. Let me show you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's, 
a little bit of where that came from probably. Well, it's fun to know because I, I know that about you being, you know, being a friend, but to hear kind of your thoughts and two, there's so many people that are well-meaning, um, you know, individuals that might share something like that. I've had experiences with podcasting as well. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Good luck girl. Yeah, um, yeah. and you just, it is hard to explain when you find that passion, when you find what lights you up, the momentum, it's almost just a natural force that you can't stop. And I recognize that in you when I met you and when I was able to have conversations with you over dinner and say, Caroline, how do we do this? What if I do that? What, how do I email back this person? What do I say? The momentum that you find once you get started in something like this, I think is what propels you forward. And for you, Okay, so you're, you know, coming up with all kinds of creative ideas. I mean, like you said, you're asleep and you're waking up thinking, oh, what about this? I could draw this real quick. Okay, go back to sleep. Like I love thinking yeah. of you doing that. So the momentum really does move you into the next few years. What was the theme or the different themes of those early years of the blog, perhaps even stepping into the the post-grad season? Because you're still this whole time growing the blog. Yeah. Um, I think that there was a lot of growth over those, like, so my sophomore, junior and senior year, and it was really God taking me. And I had this whole plan essentially scripted for my life. Mm -hmm. And he wiped that and was like, we've got something greater to accomplish. Mm. And it was focusing on day by day, what is my goal for today or, you know, for the next few weeks, keeping things like more short-sighted and watching what doors would open. Hmm. And so, for example, after I think it was like the week that my, you know, I shared these fashion designs, um, I was accepted into the reward style now LTK platform, which at the time it was like a much more serious, uh, like, application process. Yes. And so that was a huge, you know, goal of mine was to get accepted. And so I got accepted into that. And that was when I started making like my first real money off wow. of blogging. What year, Caroline? That would have been that was 2015. Spring wow. of 2015. Okay. And so that was a big game changer. And that, I mean, once I was like, oh wow, I'm doing this and I'm making money. Like I'm having fun and you know this is now I'm making money from doing this. And so that was when for the next couple years, I really um, focused on, you know, working with now LTK um, to create these shoppable posts, creating blog posts every day, shooting outfits, partnering with brands to highlight their collections and really kind of getting the digital business up and running. So I really kind of let and sometimes I look back and feel sad about the way that I just let, you know, the fashion illustrations and the fashion design that I really loved. I put those aside mm-hmm. um, and focused on this digital, you know, affiliate marketing and brand partnerships, which mm-hmm. was amazing in its own ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I guess, next fall, I had gone, I'd grown up going to this resort in West Virginia called the Greenbrier, very, very special place in my heart. And I had gone, we had visited there. I actually, I don't know if I've ever shared this publicly, but mm-hmm. I, spent like the first amount, like one of my goals was through blogging was to make enough money to take my family on my 21st birthday um, on a trip to the Greenbrier. Um, so my first birthday, um, I went on a family trip to the Greenbrier oh and was goodness. able to pay for it with my 
you know, money I'd made from blogging. And I was super proud of that. And while I was there, the marketing director of the Greenbrier, I guess she had seen my mom and I, you know, taking pictures around the resort or seeing me tagging them on Instagram. And she stops me on our last morning. I'm walking through one of their grand ballrooms. It's pink and red and it's just really beautiful. And she stops me and, you know, we strike up a conversation. And at the time I didn't know she was the marketing director. And so then I, she was emailing me something that she had you know mentioned to me in our conversation. And I got back to the room and I was like, y'all, that was like the marketing director. Like this is the person <laughs> I need to talk to. <laughs> oh. And so I, you know, I was like, emailed her right back. I was like, do you actually have a time to chat? I'd love to, you know, you know, talk about some ideas that maybe I have for partnering with the resort or doing something. And she, she was like, yes, come meet me in the lobby or wherever. So we get down, sit to chatting. And she was like, we're literally looking for somebody like you to help us bring some like youthful energy to the resort and, you know, share about all that we're doing. You know, would you want to come back at Christmas time and bring some other bloggers or friends and, you know, basically share, do a little, you know, media stay and um, share that. And basically she asked me to be an ambassador for the Greenbrier. And I was just like stunned. My jaw, you know, I was jaw dropped and I was so excited. And so that winter um, I got to bring back Elizabeth Ferris, who I know has been on the podcast. Elizabeth yes. Um, and Kate Bowman, who has yes. blog Star Southern and they are just dear friends. Um, so they came with me and it was just the best time to be able to, you know, share that. But also these were the things that would happen when I was like keeping my vision. Mm. Basically I just had open hands and I was like, look, Lord, whatever is your will and, you know, wherever you want to lead this, you know, winding journey, like I'm here, let's do it. Mm. And I would just continue. These things would just continue to happen. So I would, you know, kind of have open hands and then see what doors open. And then I'd, you know, pursue that, put all my time and energy into that. And then it just became this like rhythm of, um, you know, open doors that I would really, you know, if you'd asked me years ago, like, is this where you see everything headed? I'm like, I'm not sure, but I'm loving this and there seems to be a lot of momentum. So I'm going to keep following it right after that. Not to keep rambling, but no, please. That, I was, I've really got into the idea of like, oh, wow, travel partnerships. Cause up until then I was really focused on these fashion partnerships and sharing LTK and my outfits. Right. And then it really added, I noticed, and this was back when Instagram was like the OG Instagram and you could actually tell like what people liked and what they didn't. It right. wasn't because of the algorithm. <laughs> yes. And my feedback and like the engagement was so much stronger when I was, you know, sharing outfits at a hotel or, you know, oh. putting more of a like lifestyle, a travel element to it. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, wow, this would, this is a really cool way to, you know, share these outfits is to partner with resorts and shoot the outfits on location. And then you also get to share about these resorts and the outfits, you know, kind of put the whole thing together. And so I, after I got back from the Greenbrier, it was a few months later and I was like, hmm, I wonder if Sea Island, this place that I'd gone to growing up, that was just beautiful and stunning. And of course I'm looking back at myself now, I'm like, I cannot believe like 
I was shameless at my <laughs> 20 or however I am old at this time. I'm like this little girl from Alabama, you know, writing to these five-star resorts and being like, you know, do you have any interest in partnering with me? <laughs> and it makes me laugh. But so I had Googled, I was interested and I was like, I wonder if Sea Island has ever partnered with any bloggers. Cause then once you find out if a place is partnered, you're like, okay, well, at least maybe they're open to it. Right. And I Googled fashion blogger Sea Island and the Southern Sea Summit came up. So I guess this would have been oh. fall of 2016. I think my first summit to attend was- But you had grown up going to Sea Island. Is that right? And just like I had visited two, three times. Okay. Yeah. So you had um, been there. Like a, yeah. I had been yeah. there, but it wasn't like our yearly family trip. Right. Uh, which was what the green bar was to us. Yes. So I just Googled this and- the Southern Sea Summit came up. And at that time, I had been following on a weekly basis for FOHR is a company in New York that um, is like a brand blogger agency, essentially. And their founder had this weekly video series called A Drink with James. And they, they, James, the founder of this company was speaking at the Southern Sea Summit. So I'd been, you know, watching this video series and that was honestly, one of the like things that tipped me off and was like, okay, I need to go. I've been watching this guy's video series. He had like, you know, opened my eyes to a lot of taught me a lot, you know, YouTube taught me a lot of things about blogging <laughs> and the Southern Sea Summit was at Sea Island. I was like, this is perfect. And so I talked to my sister who is an interior designer in Birmingham. And I was like, I just signed us up. I bought us two tickets. We're going, you know, this is it. So the first summit, my sister went with me, my mom, went with us too, but just my sister and I went to the actual conference. Yes. And that is where my world just like lit up because I had no idea there were so many people out there, you know, so many women from the South um, and really all over the country, you know, creating their own businesses and building these amazing um, things. So that was a big moment for me. And what year was that? That was, I want to say my first summit was 2017. I think that's right. February of 17. Okay. Which would make sense because that's kind of smack in the middle. 2015, you're launching the blog, 2017, and then coming up, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but there yeah. is actually a move that happens at, yes. coming up in your life. Yeah. But I want to harp just briefly, Caroline. I totally remember that Greenbrier visit. And I remember <laughs> thinking... This, I wish I was with these girls. Like yeah. I remember, I mean, we had the best time. I like, totally remember you guys being there. It was amazing. That's and it was so, so much fun. Also, whenever Kate, Elizabeth and I were able to get together because we all kind of brought different elements and had different focuses on our blogs. But when we got together, it was really finding that community. Cause you know, yeah. once I had left college and, you know, a lot of my high school friends and they are doing totally different things and going to date parties and doing all these things. And I am over here living in my blog world of, right. you know, who are, you know, girls and to have Kate and Elizabeth as like forever friends that are, you know, speak the same language and we're there to like talk about things, you know, that maybe other people in our lives 
don't fully understand or grasp. Um, so it was really great on a lot of levels. It's it's amazing too. And I think that, you know, for us, for you and I, and, and thanks to your invitation, I have experienced what you're talking about. But I just want to harp momentarily on what you're sharing because when I went to, and of course, we're kind of honing in on this conference that Caroline invited me to this past February. It's called the Southern Sea. And that's kind of what, what we're talking about. But there are, there's so many different ways that when you look at people online, or when you look at brands that are uber successful, I don't know why in my mind, I just, I had no idea the work, the community, the connections, the relationships behind my favorite brands. But once I started the podcast, I'm like, Oh, they're all at this pop-up event. Oh, they're all doing this at, you know, traveling to this place. Oh, they're all at this conference. There's so much more than what you see on lcbstyle.com, on all of the different brands, the different bloggers that you love. There's so many more women, so many more connections behind it. And once you peel back that curtain, it's an incredible feeling to realize, okay, there are other women that that are like thinking exactly like me. Totally. Having that support system was huge for me. And even just staying up late at night being like, okay, what app are you using to edit your photos? How are you doing this? You yeah. Know, how do you make this? Yeah. What blog platform do you use? You know, just have those conversations with people in real life. It's, it's awesome. February, I the podcast really had been getting so many recommendations to the point that I was like, how do I keep up with these emails? And this is still the case to this day. I'm like, oh my word. But you taught me, and I am going to sound so naive and, and like hilarious, <laughs> but I asked you, I'm like, when people, because I, I was saying to you, you know, you get so much product, you probably get so many collaboration like recommendations. Like, how, what do you, how do you respond to people? How do you tell people no? And you communicated to me that you keep a file, you keep, you know, updated with these things, but you do let people know that timing, you know, does not permit currently. And you gave me the words to say to people, <laughs> which is sounds so silly, but I was just no, so flustered. It. You know, even those details to be able to have friends, um, like you said, and, and I think that you just, you're, you're that friend to people. You bring people in and you share with them like, Hey, this is the real behind the scenes. Like, yeah, I've been doing this for a while, but I'm still learning, you know, what, what, what's yeah. next for me. So tell us this, because you do, you go to the Southern Sea, you're in Sea Island, you're meeting amazing women. Yeah. What came out of that season? Yeah. So that was the moment. So I, I guess I was a junior in college at that point. That is when I was like, wow, this can be a business. You know, I had Monique, the um, then marketing director at Michelle, you know, really, she was the most encouraging person and still is to this day of like, you know, this is a business, but to actually physically see and experience, be there in person with, be in a room filled with all these women that have built their own businesses and are continuing to do so um, was so powerful. And that was the moment um, that year Chastity Evans of the blog, Lookling Your Love. She was my mentor. Mm -hmm. And if you've been to Southern Sea, you know what we're talking about. But mm -hmm. to people that haven't, you essentially get to choose somebody, um, one of the speakers or mentors that they have selected and be a part of a roundtable conversation for about an hour um, with like 10 people and just talk about anything and everything, you know, yeah. business, life. And that was when... I was like, look at what she's built and what she's doing and other bloggers in the room. Um, I was like, wow, this is, this is real. I'm going to do it. You know, that was when, cause at that point I was probably questioning. I was like, okay, when I officially graduate, am I going to apply for jobs? Am mm -hmm. I going to move to the city? 
you know, what does that look like? And that was what really gave me the momentum of like, no, I can really do this full time. Because mm. I think at that time was when a lot of people were kind of blogging on the side and they're like, can I really do this full time? Is there, you know, and after that, I was like, I, I want to do this full time. Also attended the like reward style conferences in that time, mm-hmm. um, which was helpful too, like on a business sense, but there's nothing like the community of the Southern Sea. Yeah. And um, so then after that, I lived in Birmingham for a year after college. Um, I actually found when I was like on my way to the art store one day here, I was driving by and I saw this adorable little apartment building that I didn't even know was an apartment building. And I was like, that's the cutest place ever. I want to live there. (laughs) (laughs) And I, cause I was still kind of undecided. I was like, do I want to move to a new city right away? Or should I stay in Birmingham for a year? You know, with my family there and stuff. I was like, okay, I'm going to give Birmingham a year and see where things go. Because you were in Birmingham that whole time too, right? I moved back, um, was living with my parents while I finished um, college and was traveling some too. So I didn't feel that like, you know, I was push. Yeah. 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 No, it was good. It was great. And obviously they're my great support system and I don't know where I'd be without them. So Mm. it was a great setup being in Birmingham and living at home for those years. Mm. And then, so during that time I was in Birmingham for the year after I graduated. I was visiting a couple of my um, best friends from high school had moved to New York and I had gotten to a place where I had a lot of the PR companies that I was working with through my blog at the time that I had brand partnerships through. They were in New York. So I kept finding these reasons that I needed to be in New York. And so I would go (laughs) up and stay with um, my friends there. And I fell in love. Like I didn't know it was possible because I'd been to New York before Mm. I just didn't, I didn't get, I hadn't gotten bit by that bug yet. Yes. And I just fell in love with New York city. I was like, this is where I need to be. If I'm going to be in fashion, if I want to pursue any sort of design thing, this is it. And so I had started looking at apartments there and was really kind of like, you know, seriously thinking about this and that December. So now we fast forwarded, this is December of 2018, 2018, I think is where we're at. Yeah. That would make sense. And I got an email from a like consulting firm that they wanted to partner with me to launch a fashion brand. And at that time, I was like, this is all of my dreams come true. This can't be real. Oh, my gosh. And they were based in New York. So I set up um, a meeting to go, you know, talk through things and my ideas. And really, they were – it was a setup where they were – like the, had the manufacturing contacts, right. all the brand, all the creative elements were totally mine um, and totally like under my control. So they were like, we want to just help you get something made. So you dream it, you know, come up with the ideas, the collection, and then we'll help you have it made. And so in that time I had, I had this meeting set in New York. I actually think this was January, January, this would be January, 2019. Okay. And I went up there and my idea was to create these different um, fashion collections that were based on like different destinations. So I had built my blog, you know, really sharing a lot of fashion and travel. And so I kind of wanted to combine those and share these, you know, capsule collections of designs that were inspired by different destinations. Mm-hmm. And the first destination and the first collection that I took up there to present to them was Palm Beach. So I'm sitting at this meeting on the Upper East Side in New York at this little cafe talking all about Palm Beach and how these collection, you know, why I think this collection would sell and why we should do this first and all of that. 
And long story short, it ended up, it didn't, the timing and everything didn't feel like the right fit to take that step forward with the company in New York and the fashion designs. Mm -hmm. Um, But that day I came back, I was staying with my friends who are just angels for, you know, letting me crash at their place. (laughs) And I got an email from another brand inviting me to come down to Palm Beach to model for um, a little fashion shoot they were doing. And I was like, wait, what? This is too ironic. I was literally, I literally spent the past two hours talking about Palm Beach and these designs that I want to create there. And now this brand is inviting me down. And so that was like, you know, a red light going off in my head of like, okay, interesting, Palm Beach. So that February, I go down for a shoot and had the best time. And backstory, I had grown up visiting Palm Beach. My dad and my brothers play polo. Um, We have a farm in Alabama. Oh my gosh. Horses. And that was every weekend of my childhood, essentially growing up, was going to our farm and being around horses and watching my dad and my brother's polo games and traveling for that. And that was a really, you know, big, important part of our lives as a family. Hmm. And so we would go to Wellington, Palm Beach area is a big horse country. And so when I went down there the first time, you know, when I was much younger, I just remember thinking this place is heaven. Like this Mm -hmm. is the prettiest place I've ever been in my entire life. The palm trees, the ocean, the flowers, I mean, everything you can't draw a prettier picture. I was, (laughs) I just had that, like tucked that image tucked away in my heart. And so then fast forward 2019, I get invited down there for a brand shoot. And then um, I partnered with the Colony Hotel later that spring. Mm -hmm. And or maybe that was the year before. At some point, I partnered with a hotel and went down there for this brand shoot. And I, on a whim, I came back and I remember sitting at lunch with my sister and I was like, what if it's Palm Beach and not New York? And it sounded like the craziest thing at the time to say and just started praying about it. And within like three or four months, God opened so many doors where I could not say no. I was like, this is too good to be true even if I don't stay forever or whatever happens, you know, maybe this doesn't work out. I can't say no. Um, For example, like a friend had an apartment that was fully furnished, two bedroom apartment, and she was going to be in Nantucket for the summer or something. Basically I had this like three months or however long it was um, to have this apartment. And she was giving me like a huge discount on it, like basically paying nothing. And I was like, this is the perfect way to just like take it one step at a time Mm. and move down take some suitcases, see how it all pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, I had really thought that if I you know, moved to Palm Beach, I wanted to do something in person, whether it was working at a store, working with a brand, doing something in person, just so I'm not moving to a new city and then being there sitting behind my computer blogging the whole time. Correct. Yes. And so I reached out to um, a few different stores and Stony Clover Lane, um, which is a uh, travel accessories brand started by two sisters from Palm beach. They had just opened their first store in 2019. And when I emailed them, they emailed me right back and they're like, this is so funny that you've just emailed us. We were literally just talking about this, how we needed to hire somebody with your background that has, you know, some photography and social media experience, but also wants to help in the store some. Um, and so that was like the green light of, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going, I, you know, to tell my parents and my family, like, look, I have a place to live and I have something to do. Yep. I'm doing <laughs> And it's crazy. Fast forward. I still work with Stony Clover today. I started um, helping in the store and then that transferred into a, you know, running some of their, um, doing their Instagram photography. And now I do their events photography in Palm Beach. And so moving there and taking that role on 
with them was what really gave me the confidence to pursue photography, which I had always loved. Um, And my dad and my brothers had bought me like my first professional camera to capture and shoot all of their polo games because they were, you know, playing a lot at the time. And um, I was going to all of their games because our family was just like kind of what we did together as a family. And I took it, you know, they gave me the camera and I fell in love with photography on, I was, I'd always loved photography and, you know, shooting things on my own for my blog, but that was when I like found it really exciting to shoot and capture, um, and share those photos. So when I got to Palm beach, I, you know, started first doing the photography for Stony Clover and then being in their store was really what, you know, opened the doors to meeting new people in the area and Mm. other brands, influencers, different events and people coming to me and being like, Oh wait, you do this. Can you do this for me? Like, can you help with this? Um, so it was really like one step at a time. Um, photography, as I always tell people, I'm like, blogging feels a lot more like a push and a pull of like, there's so many people doing this and there's so much behind the scenes Whereas photography is a little bit more straightforward of, Mm -hmm. you know, this is my service. This is my hourly rate or, you know, however we, package things. Yep. And it just, it spread a lot more naturally. I feel like than blogging with all the things with Instagram, the algorithm felt like I was being hindered a little bit. Yeah. Um, where photography just like it flowed, it worked. And so that is how I started my photography business and established it in Palm beach, working with clients there, um, to capture all sorts of things from fashion hotels. Um, I partnered with the four seasons down there that I, it's a dream to work with them and to capture their property, um, from time to time. And then the Palm beach lately sisters, they have just been so amazing to me and so much fun to work with. And, um, a lot of the brands that I'd previously partnered with on my blog, um, this is now fast forwarding, I'm going to jump ahead to like 2020 when COVID hit, Florida was still wide open and people had so much product that they needed shot. And so some of the brands that I partnered with on my blog before, they're like, Hey, can we, you know, set up a shoot in Palm beach and you shoot it and help us find models, locations, all this. And so I would really try to, and I still do try to package shoots together for brands where they can fly in. I can help them with models, you know, some of the styling, locations, everything, and try to make it as easy on them as possible to come and have, you know, like a destination photo shoot. Who wouldn't want to come and with your assistance, have it all laid out? Caroline, this is so amazing to hear from you, the different steps that you've taken. And I find it so impressive. I was so curious about when we met in February, photography was such a theme for your business more so than I realized. And I love that you will take the steps necessary in your personal life to get where you're hoping to go. I mean, the fact that you would say, I want to be in person, I want to potentially be in a store or, or something like that. You know, as we unpack your story and as we hear the different doors that have opened for you, I also want to point out that you're knocking. I mean, you're knocking on these doors and you're taking one foot in front of the other to find the next step forward. And I feel like this conversation out of all of our HSDT episodes, this one gives such a tangible roadmap as to how you did XYZ. So thank you. Thank you for for sharing that. And two, um, I do think that there's a really amazing 
part of your story that you mentioned early on um, in regard to, you said this early, early on, you're like, okay, God, it's me and you. You know, I know that's a theme in your life that faith is very important to you. And I think when you, anyone, when anyone takes hold of that and says that about their life or their next step, these doors will open and they have for you so clearly, so divinely, even the timing of moving to, are you kidding me? Moving to Palm Beach in 2019, the Palm Beach popped off directly after you got there. I feel like, and I mean, I know you guys who've loved Palm Beach for years. I get it. I get it. It's an amazing place, but really in recent years, it's seen massive amount of growth and you were there for such a time as this. So, okay. Well, I'm I mean, and we're, and the best part about all of this is that we're not even done yet with your story, <laughs> as in you're still doing all of this. You're still providing great resources for brands and, and whatnot, but photography has really become a, a, a key passion in your life. Am I wrong to say that? Yeah. No, exactly. It's so cool. It's so cool. And, and yeah, I mean, to unpack all of it. And then now currently, tell us this, you're in between Birmingham and Palm Beach. Is that kind of the setup? Yes. Yes. Okay. And backtrack just for a second. First, you made me tear up there. So it, it truly has been like a, a very much like God of me. Let's what's, if we're on the same team, you know, there's nothing that can, you know, take us down. So totally. let's, let's keep knocking, let's keep going for it. And that was also my joke that I would tell people was that I, you know, back in 2019, um, when I was thinking or 2018, when I was thinking about moving to New York, I was like, yeah, at first I was praying for, you know, God to open a door for me to move to New York and make that work out. And there were a lot of no's, just things, you know, nothing really happened there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I prayed that God would lead me to New York, but instead he brought New York to me. I had no idea when wow. I moved to Palm Beach in 2019 that so many, I mean, I joke that all of New York moved to Palm Beach, you know, literally such an <laughs> epicenter of everyone, you know, every pop-up, every designer, everybody was coming to Palm Beach in 2020 or 2021 um, because of everything that happened with COVID. So that was, um, that was huge. And I was, it was a huge blessing to be there at that time. And in that moment mm. um, that so much was going on. And so after about three years in Palm Beach. And I think people on Instagram get a little bit confused because I actually <laughs> did not share that I had moved to Palm Beach. I remember this. Um, because it was really important for me, like personally, like I want to get my feet under me. And at that time I was sharing a lot on Instagram, Instagram stories, like more day to day. And I was like, I've shared so much of my life on Instagram over the past, you know, few years since college. And I was like, I really just want it to be like, God, is this what you have for me? Like, I don't want all these outside noises mm -hmm. um, to really influence like my decision about that. That's smart. And so I didn't share it on Instagram right away and was there for a few months, maybe like up to six months before I really, you know, shared on Instagram, like, okay, I'm in Palm Beach. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and also I think that's probably a little bit of my, just like protecting myself of, you know, you know, trying to get established there before sharing everything on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so after three years there, um, I met and the summer of 2020 in the middle of COVID and again, God's timing, I will never get over, but I, um, met my now fiance and we, are now, you know, splitting time essentially between Birmingham, where I grew up, and Palm Beach, Florida, and 
there's nothing like my work in Palm Beach. I obviously I love the clients that I have in Birmingham too. So now I'm taking on clients in both Birmingham and Palm Beach. It has been such a gift to work with the Birmingham, um, the scout guide, Rebecca Todd, um, who leads that here. She has been so much fun to work with and to, you know, build clients here too and work with the scout guide. Birmingham has been great over, you know, the past few months and then also still traveling down um, and being in Palm Beach for, you know, a good chunk of the month too, to work with the clients that I have there has been such a gift. So I truly, I feel so lucky to get to pursue this passion of photography. The way that my blog kind of transitioned into this has been really exciting and to work with brands, bloggers, influencers, interior designers, um, whoever it is, and to capture their stories. I think it's really fun for me after having spent so many years in front of the camera and, you know, asking my mom and whoever to take my photo. And honestly, I don't love being in front of the camera. So to finally get to step behind the camera, but I know what the people, you know, on the other side feel like, and I know the pressures and all that's gone into prep a photo shoot. I feel like every time I get to a photo shoot, everybody's apologizing. They're like, we're, you know, we don't have everything perfect and everything that we're about. I'm like, I know exactly how this goes. This is what I've done for, you know, seven, eight years, however long it's been. And photo shoots are stressful. So I get that. And, you yeah. know, I want to make it as easy as possible on both ends. So I love, you know, being there and helping now having, being on the other side of the camera, but having been on in front of the camera, it's really fun to now step behind the scenes and, you know, focus on the creative side. Cause I think that's what I had missed in blogging. It had gotten so bogged down mm-hmm. by Instagram and the algorithm and the creativity I felt at the beginning of blogging had kind of, you know, died off. And now I'm like, I get to do my favorite parts of blogging, which was the photography and the creative side and now work with other people to do that and to bring it to life. And yeah, to go back to that creative place that brought you to blogging in the first place. Yeah, totally. That's cool. And it's cool too. I love this about you. I think a lot of people feel pigeonholed or I I feel that way sometimes. Like you think, no, well, I'm a blogger. This is the only thing I can do. And it's the only thing people know me for it, but that's not the case. Like, I feel like you've stepped out and been able to not only create an amazing life for yourself in cities and places that you love with people that you love with brands that you love, but then to say, no, I'm not beholden to anything. I can keep going, which I think is why people really connect with you, Caroline. It's like, whoa, this girl can keep going. This- <laughs> no, I think people are probably just so confused. Like, wait, what do you do? Like, but- this makes no sense. That's how I feel. <laughs> no, it all makes sense now because you've mapped it out so beautifully for us. You've showed us the different steps along the way. And I would love to know, because it's been fun to highlight the all of the different roles that you've stepped into, all of the different lessons that you've learned along the way. I mean, the theme of entrepreneurship is so strong in this conversation. But Is there any instance kind of throughout your career that you'd say failure actually helped shape it? I think just going back to the beginning of my college path journey, and I thought that was the biggest failure. Like when I got to Alabama and I was like, wait, why am I not the happiest person ever that I'm finally in college and getting to do what I love? Like, why isn't this jiving? And sometimes I think there's no other explanation other than God just had something different. And he had, I had this passion in me and to do something, you know, different or on different terms than what a college curriculum had laid out. Um, So, but at the time when things, you know, weren't going as I had expected, I thought that was the biggest failure, but obviously that turned into so many more open doors in a journey I never could have imagined. Again, I think some of my like biggest highlight moments of blogging were 
was getting to go to New York Fashion Week. And I remember being backstage and I had chills all over my body. I like first New York Fashion Week show I went backstage at was self-portrait. And I also got to do that with Tibby, which they have been a longstanding partner of mine too. And I owe so much to those brands that, you know, early on like invited me or took me under their wings. And um being backstage and having chills just all over my body. I'm like this like, I feel like I was literally created to be in this moment at this time in this place. And in those, some of those moments, I was like, look, if things had gone how I had expected in college, I wouldn't be here. Like, I would not be in this place. I wouldn't be, you know, in this moment that I'm getting to experience. And so I think a lot of those times I'll kind of have that moment and look back and think, wow, that was the hardest thing or that was, you know, really challenging. And I thought that was a failure. But look at how you know, much it shaped me and brought this open door and this amazing experience that I have now. Well, and too, I don't know why this is kind of coming to mind, but I feel like at some point, because I think women listening, young women specifically who who are listening, a lot of times we think, well, not me. No, not me. You know, you might even be listening yeah. to Caroline's story. Oh, totally. And, yeah. And you're thinking, no, not, well, not me. But at some point, um, and maybe, I mean, we don't even, I don't even know if we can pinpoint it, but at some point I love about you, you said, why not me? you know, yeah. with your life yeah. and, and your story. So that that's just a, a little thought. If you're, if you if you're, if you're telling yourself, no, not me, not me. It can happen for me. It can happen for you. Yeah. I have no doubt about it. Like yeah. I was not as expected. And I, you know, thought for, there was a period where I was like, how does this ever work out? Nothing <laughs> like this isn't going to work out. And, you know, even people kind of giving that nod or that sentiment that like, you know, supporting those doubts, you know, of like when people are like, yeah, I mean, good luck, but (laughs) it looks like fun. (laughs) And, and then being able, um, you know, God writing an even better story. So, oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. And and two, I, I always ask this question. It's one that I love to ask um, because, you know, we can kind of pinpoint, well, oh, this must have been the moment. No, this one. No, maybe that. But what would you say was a real wow moment for you in your career? That is actually hard for me to um, pinpoint. What comes to mind first is I think having that confidence and courage to move to Palm Beach because I don't think I'd fully express this. I am the biggest homebody. Like it was so out of character for me to be in all of my siblings are in Birmingham and again, so close to them. And I couldn't imagine being, you know, that far from them. And I ended up, I'm probably the biggest homebody of all. And of all five kids, I'm the one that moves a state away, you know, moves a plane ride away. And that I think getting to Palm beach and still, you know, being there and being in Palm beach every time, you know, I'm just driving around. I'm like, I still can't believe I did, you know, I still can't believe that this, I get to be here and I get to do these things. It was um, definitely a big step of, you know, out of my comfort zone Mm. and something that I, if you had told me in like that freshman year at Alabama that I would be doing any of that, I would have probably passed out. I mean, absolutely (laughs) no way. Like there's just, there's no way. And um, I think that is, I, yeah, I feel so blessed to be there. And I always say being in Palm Beach is like being in the palm of God's hand to me, even mm. though I know that, you know, we're always there, but um, yeah, mm. it's very special. And to be there always um, is, is an amazing thing. It's so, so good. And two, uh, there's been so many lessons along the way that you've shared with us, but what would you say is perhaps the greatest lesson you have learned? I think 
two things. One is just like trusting the process one step at a time. Because I think a lot of times we want to jump, like when I started college, I wanted to jump to that end result of where is this taking me? What am I doing? Mm -hmm. And then once I kind of broke out of that shell of being like, wait, I don't have to know how this ends. Let's just take one step at a time, Mm -hmm. see what door opens, see where this leads. You know, a lot of friends or people would ask me like, okay, so, you know, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? I'm like, I'm so happy and so excited about what I'm doing now. I can't even look that far ahead, which Mm. um, I think just like focusing on the present. And then there's also another lesson, like the, there's a Bob Goff quote where he writes about finding that gift or what is that thing that excites you? And then like, let's go do that together. Like find out what it is, your passion and the gifts that God has given you. Like, what is it that ignites that spark in you? Mm -hmm. And then I think God calls us to be like, okay, now let's go do it. Mm. And I think when you do, when you, when you do it, because I've sensed this in my own life with the podcast, all of the different stories that Caroline shared today from meeting the marketing gal at the Greenbrier to checking out Sea Island, like those stepping stones along the way is what happens when you say yes. And when you go for it in the way that Caroline has done and to hear your story today, it's like every step of the way and so many details I wasn't aware of. So thank you. Thank you for sharing and, and sharing all, all the details. Of- We've got lots more details. No, I'm still I'm like, not- I have another hour in me. So just, just so you know, we have loved it. I collectively can say we, because I know listeners are nodding with me. They're like, yes, yes, yes. What's next for you? That is a good question. I just wrapped up. If you'd asked me this two weeks ago, my yep. what's next was in the Buru um, launch, the collection that I got to design. Which was such um, a success. Yes. And the Buru team was such a dream and it was really just so incredible to be a part of that process with Morgan. And so that was a big what's next. That's probably been, you know, all year long. What was, what would be my answer to that question? Um, But now I think it's kind of looking forward to next year and planning a wedding, which feels still, I'm like, can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. That is very exciting. That will be a big happening. Um, in the next, in the coming months. And I think just continuing to focus on photography, growing that, and again, just kind of keeping open hands and seeing what happens next. Caroline, is there anything we didn't cover that you'd like to? Buru stuff. I feel like we didn't really cover that. I mean, well, first and foremost, so Morgan came on, I need to double check, but go and check because Morgan came on um, the podcast and you can hear her story, but you guys connected in such a kind of really organic, genuine way, right? And then how long did this process take? Yes. So we first met um, at the Southern Sea Summit in 2022 this year. My years are now talking, after talking about years, I'm like, what year is it? Um, We met in February, 2022. Wait, Um, really? This year? Yeah. No, I did not realize that. Yes. Okay. So backstory, this is again, all the details. Mimi Whalen, yes, who is a dear friend of mine. She's everything. Yep. At the Southern Sea Summit, it was probably 2019. Um, Caitlin Whalen was in my mentor group, and we became friends. And so after, I guess that was right before I moved to Palm Beach. Then I moved to Palm Beach, and Mimi, her little sister, that year. Um, was working on an interior design project in Palm Beach during COVID. So Mimi moved down in to Palm Beach in summer of 2020. 
And Caitlin had texted me and was like, my sister just moved down. Y'all should get together, meet up, whatever. And Mimi and I got lunch one day and literally like became sisters. (laughs) I don't know how else to describe our friendship. And she is just such an angel to me. And so she and Caitlin um, have just been so sweet and so supportive over the years. And we also have that ability to talk about life stuff, career stuff, and, you know, kind of speak the same language. And so in the middle of 2020, I, you know, was starting photography, but I also had this fashion design dream that I had kind of put in the back of my head um, when all the blog and from reward, reward style to the brand partnerships kind of were my main focus. I designed things on the side. And Caitlin, I mentioned to her, I was like, but I still have this like dream. I was like, maybe one day, you know, I'd love to do some sort of design something. And she's like, oh my gosh, you need to talk to Morgan. And Caitlin works with Morgan on some of their um, like graphic design, digital marketing. And um, so Caitlin was telling me all about Morgan and I'd been following Morgan and Buru on Instagram, but um, hadn't done like a deep dive on like all that Morgan had shared about their factory in LA and how she had, you know, brought this fashion production to life within the States. And so I was in the back of my head, I was like, okay, whenever I am in the same place as Morgan, I've got to meet her and, you know, love to chat about all the things. And so the first night of the Southern Sea Summit this year, 2022, Mm -hmm. it just happened like so serendipitously. We were just standing there and I'm talking to Caitlin and I think Morgan, Brett, her husband, um, like walk up, Caitlin introduces us and we just start chatting and they are just the best. I don't know how else to describe them. They're just so the wonderful. And, um, so we, you know, chatted that first night and then they actually gave me a ride back to the um, hotel oh. um, from the like little welcome party at the summit. And so we, you know, kept seeing each other throughout the summit. And then that last morning, I think I was about to check out um, and I ran down to get coffee and Morgan is there. And I was just like, again, God's timing and putting us in the same place at the same time. Mm. Um, it happened so perfectly. And we were just sitting there, you know, grabbing a coffee and then sat down and, you know, had um, like a croissant and started chatting. And I had no idea that this was coming, but she asked me if I would ever be interested in stuff. I feel like we didn't really cover that. And oh I was blown away because that had just kind of been in the back of my head. And I think throughout the summit, I was like, you know, I love what I'm doing. I love the photography, but for some reason I just have this bug of like, I'd love to do some sort of design project and I have no idea what that looks like or what, you know, may come of that. And so then that last morning, um, talking with Morgan and her asking me to partner on that, I was like, what? I am in awe. And, um, so that was when she truly from the very beginning outlined, she's like, okay, we're thinking like mid October. How about October 15th? It'll be full focused. You can come out to LA. And they hadn't, um, at this point, she was like, it'd be really exciting for you with the top, with the photography perspective to come out and see the whole process. She's like, I know you have the design background and to capture some of that and to see it. I'm such like a hands-on, I'm visual person. Um, so to see it in person was really powerful. So fast forward to May, um, my younger brother went to LA with me and oh. we went through all the fabrics and finalized the collection really then. And they you know, worked on samples all summer. And then I got the first samples in September and um, got to shoot everything. And then we just launched last week and it blows my mind that nearly 
everything sold out. So <laughs> I am still in shock from that. And it has been a whirlwind, but so amazing to work with Morgan and to have her team and the Of Council team, um, mm. Jackie and Catherine Hunt, um, to come to Birmingham and help us with that um, and be part of that event was just so surreal and so amazing. I'm still on a high from it all. So um, such a dream. And too, I'm thinking back to that New York situation that the timing wasn't right. And then you right. turn around and then this happens this year. Yeah. What? No. And it's definitely, I think for people listening, like there have been a lot of no's and obviously these are like, you know, the highlight right. of sharing, you know, when things did come about, because yes. I mean, I could sit here and make a list all day of, well, this didn't work out and this didn't work out, but nobody wants to you know, <laughs> sit through that list. And so I also want to remind people that, you know, it's hard to say no. Also sending that no to the, um, the people that had reached out to me from New York, mm-hmm. that broke my heart. I was like, but this is my dream. Yeah. But I think I just thought, okay, I need to get to Palm Beach and establish myself there mm-hmm. before taking on a project like this. And so um, I think I just had a little bit more growing up to do before, um, you know, taking on a project like that. Mm-hmm. And yes, time, sometimes timing is everything. And sometimes it's really hard when the timing doesn't work out for something, when it feels like it's halfway there, but it's not fully. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Being patient is, is definitely important. And the collaboration was insane. You guys did a full-on fashion show in Birmingham. It was everything for me to not get there. I was like, oh, we missed you. I mean, it was so fun. And so many of you guys who were listening, some of you were models. I saw quite a few listeners who were models. I saw some previous guests who were models. And it was just incredible to see it all come together. So we're going to have to stay tuned and continue to see what you step into. I'm sure there will be other fun collaborations along the way, but congratulations. Congratulations to you and Morgan because it was incredible. And to know that you guys met in February thrills me to no end. I feel even more connected to the story now. I know. I'm like, the Southern Sea, I mean, truly has been. Mm. I always tell people, I'm like, it has been the thing that has connected so many of the dots um, for the partnerships or the big, exciting moments in my career or personal life. Yeah. Um, Friends, lifelong friends, partners, everything. Um, I feel like so much I owe to Sheree and Whitney for, you know, building that community and making it all possible. I mean, same. We are unwell. We love them. (laughs) We love you, Sheree and Whitney. Oh my gosh. Well, and two, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to hear how many different women you've met along the way. And like you said, they become lifelong friends. I mean, to even hear how you met the Wayland girls, it's like, yes, love them. And and there's so many um, kind of maps, not only in the projects that you do, but also in your personal relationships and connections and how things kind of have come together with you on the professional side of things. So I'd love to ask you, who do you know that should maybe come on and share their story? That is a great question. Um, couple ideas for you. So first I want to say my sister, Catherine Melvin, who is an interior designer in Birmingham and she has the most amazing business, but would never promote herself or do anything of that sort because Um, I'm like, her work just speaks for itself. However, I think she has an amazing story to tell. And also we, in our car rides together, we're always listening to the podcast. So I'm like, <laughs> she has been a long time listener and I think she needs to share her story. And the Palm Beach Lately sisters, Beth and Danielle have been such amazing just gifts to me being in Palm Beach. They have taken me under their wing and, you know, 
asked me to shoot so many different photos and projects for them. And um, they have built such an incredible business and such a signature Palm Beach brand. All their brand partnerships are just incredible. Um, So they have an amazing story. And then lastly, Neely and Chloe um, of the brand Neely and Chloe, Mm -hmm. the um, handbag accessories brand, they have been some of my biggest like supporters and brand partners since the very beginning. Um, They, a quick little side note, they, Neely Birch, she's now married, but um, she had started a brand called Neely by VNB and it was like a traveling airstream. And at the time during my freshman year, I was just like craving another, you know, as I had started my blog, there was this thing called college fashionista, which I'm not sure it still exists, weekly video series. And Neely was one of the speakers during that. So I'm like sitting in my freshman dorm, um, you know, craving a creative outlet. And so I started this uh, video series and Neely was one of the speakers and I was just really inspired and excited about what she was doing, starting this um, like Airstream traveling boutique situation. And I'd reached out to her when she had that business and um, like shared some things in the early, early days of my blog, I'd promoted, you know, shared her business there. And then fast forward a couple years, um, Chloe and Neely joined together and launched their brand. And so I'd already been in contact with her. And so we, you know, stay connected via email and, you know, they had launched and then they actually came to Birmingham. The first event I think I ever hosted, again, this is like early days of my blog. They came to Birmingham and did a pop-up shop um, in Birmingham and I got to host and, you know, share their brand with Birmingham, um, which was like huge for me. I was like, oh my gosh, these girls from New York are coming down to Birmingham, Alabama (laughs) and like bringing their bags. I thought it was the coolest thing. And so it's been so fun to work with them and I've worked with them um, on, you know, on an events level, promoting their products on my blog. And then so full circle, um, I got to shoot um, photos for them in Palm Beach for one of their, you know, latest collection launches. It was actually the, um, they asked me to shoot the Neely and Chloe by Julia Burlsheimer um, collection in Palm Beach. So that was huge. I was still, you know, getting my like grounds for photography in Palm Beach. And so they asked me to do that and um, really, really fun to work with them on so many different levels. So Needless to say, they have an amazing story and um, their brand is one that I have just loved working with for many years now. Well, I knew that you would have fabulous recommendations and we do have a little bit of overlap. I may or may not be scheduling some things with some of the recommended guests. So thank you. Thank you for the inside scoop. And again, you guys just peel back that curtain and you'll see it's real life connections. You might see everybody pop off online. It's like, wait, what? Check it out. There's real life connections being made and real friendships, real relationships, which Caroline is behind, by the way, so many of them. (laughs) It's so true. And Caroline, I know, I mean, I would guess many listeners likely already follow you on Instagram. Perhaps they're checking out your website. Maybe they're looking to book you for an upcoming shoot, but you tell us where can listeners connect with you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at lcb style um i also have a photography account lcb style photography and then my website is lcbstyle.com and you can go there um to read blog posts see my photography portfolio and also that is how um to book a shoot you can submit an inquiry there and be in touch well i can't wait to hear what connections come from today's episode but caroline Thank you so much for your time today. This was a dream come true on my end. You're the best. It feels the same here. (laughs) 
Well, we will. Thank you all for listening to today's episode brought to you by Heart Hagerty. Be sure to use HSDT15 for 15% off throughout this month at hearthagerty.com. I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. We look forward to chatting with you this Friday and again on Tuesday. We will talk to you soon.